Move your body. Your okay. body. Yeah. Moving my body. That works. This is me shouting, talking very loud, and I think that audio's okay. Scumbar podcast where we talk movies, video games, pop culture, and everything in between. I'm your host, Matt Brush, and with me is my beautiful co-host over here, Anthos. Oh, you call me beautiful. Yeah, you're looking charming today. So. Thanks. I didn't even shave. Oh, well, that's probably why. You got this nice little stubbly wubbly going on there. It's uh, stubbly wubbly. I like it. <laughs> I think it's good. You know what I realized actually? Your name, not spelt, but the way you say it, Anth- Anthos, mm-hmm. it's like an anagram of Thanos. Whoa! Did you think about that? Okay, cool. Yeah. Wait, when you say anagram, isn't that no? Did I say anagram? I think you said anagram. Is it is it anagram? Isn't anagram the one where it would be the same backwards as it is forward, or is that something else? No, that's um. Or that's Illuminati. No, (laughs) that's that's uh. Oh my gosh, I can't remember what that's called right now. Which was anagram? I think an anagram is where you just change the letters. Oh yeah. So like change the letters around. So anagram would be like oh, so you just scramble them. I see. Scramble the letters, you make a new word out of it. Okay. And then what you're talking about is what's mine? Same forwards and backwards. That is a uh, a co uh, starts with a C, I think. A co a coincidence. Uh, whoa, <laughs> that's definitely the not. Isn't that like a man, a plan, Panama, or whatever? It's like the same. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it'd be like um, race car. Uh, oh, pa- pa- palindrome. No, I, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It is palindrome, isn't it? Go. Okay, so there's one I learned in music school. It was. Go hang a go ma- go Power Rangers. <laughs> go hang a meatball. I'm a salami hog, or, or is it go hang a salami? I'm a meatball hog, or something like that. Yeah, but see the thing I'm is, those ones don't necessarily make sense. They just work together. You can I, make a bunch of random words go together to make it work. I want to try it now. I need to write it out. Uh anyways, how you doing, Anthos? I'm I'm doing well. Good. Yes. You don't look it. You just look handsome. <laughs> you come. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's gonna uh, confuse it. You called me beautiful, and then he said I'm not looking well, and then. Beautiful, 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 you. No, I was gonna go with boy. Is is it boy? I think it is boy. Do you know that movie from uh, Mr. Holland's Opus? How do you know that movie? Oh my god, I love that movie. No one knows that movie, but Anthos knows that movie. Wow, I've I've sung that song like around people, and no one knows what I'm talking about. People just look at me funny, anyways. But <laughs> and this is the one where I don't remember how you how do you sign for boy, but he did beautiful, beautiful. Yes. Like that's the one, right? Yes, yeah. yeah, that's the one. That's Richard Dreyfus and Mr. Holland's. Yeah. Office. Oh, that was such a good movie. For anybody else out there that's interested, uh, go watch Mr. Holland's. Definitely Office. watch that. It's actually not bad. I always remember the scene where he's got the his son in a baby stroller, and then the the fire. That's truck when they goes find by. out that yeah, no spoilers, but. So yeah, there's a, a very important scene in the movie where fire truck goes by and he looks at his son. Yeah, that's very interesting. <laughs> but no, that's the whenever I think of the movie, I think of that, and yeah. I also think of the ending with the lights. The end. Yeah, yeah, the ending. Yeah. yeah. 
Really well done. It's so emotional too. I remember being in band class thinking about my, my music teacher and being okay. like, I wish he had the Mr. Holland's Opus treatment. <laughs> sure. You know, at the end <laughs> at the end of this guy's career, he gets this really nice treatment, and I think it's it, it it's it's magical. Yeah. It was magical really Mr. Mistopheles. Yeah. Okay, so I, what are you drinking? I be drinking oh I forgot what it's called. Guns and ins and guns and innocent guns. Yeah, in, we are we are drinking innocent gun. Innocent gun. In, innocent gun. The innocent gun. It's a beer brewed in scotch. So barrels. Innis and gun. Innis and gun. Okay. I know it's it's almost an anagram for Guinness. I actually thought it was. Guinness. Yeah, I was gonna say scram. No, me. But yes, anagram. Yeah. It's a snanogram. Guinness. Cheers, there, friendo. Cheers. Yer. Yer. There is some flavor in that. I'm not. I can't picture where. What is that? It's more twangy than I drink remember. It again. It's, I can normally taste more scotch in that. It's probably because we had a little brewski beforehand. <clears throat> is it scotch? What is that? I don't know. What it's is. almost. It's not honey. Something that's almost abrasive to my mouth. Let's bring out the in bottle a, in a good way. Let's take a look at that bottle. Bourbon barrel scotch ale. Oh, maybe that is what it is. Barrel aged Seven. innocent gun, the original from Edinburgh. Where's that? Russia. Scotland forever. <laughs> Uh, yes, Citizen Gun, the original, is our flagship beer. The one that started it all, our unique bourbon barrel aging process unlocks flavors like vanilla and toffee. That's what you're tasting there. Oh, wait, I'm awesome. trying to get what it is. Yeah. It is the toffee. Yes, it, wait. <laughs> I think it is the toffee. It's just some weird flavor that I don't normally taste, but can't be vanilla. It's not vanilla. It's the toffee. Probably the toffee. Yeah. That's the grog we be drinking. All right. Let's get into the news. Ye old news. Okay. So you've got the... You I want to hear the joke, though. I'm so interested. Oh. <laughs> I'm really interested. I skipped the joke. You're right. No, I don't want to skip it. I did that on purpose. I don't want to skip it. Like, we're not already pressed oh, for time. Oh, I'm so happy about this. Oh, I forgot <laughs> about the joke. Here we go. What kind of grades did the pirate get in school? R. <laughs> High C's. <laughs> what? Oh. 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 It's so good. I love it. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> Ye old news. Let's get into it. Yes, let's... You've let's. got the first docket on the docket. I... Yep. Take I do. It away. Right. So, recently, uh, September 25th was Fresh Prince... Will Smith. Sorry. <laughs> I see, when I see him, he's the Fresh Prince. He's not just Will Smith. That's true. So, it was Will Smith's birthday, uh, 50th birthday on September 25th. And to commemorate that, Nike... Well, I don't know who collaborated with Nike, but... They made the uh, a retro version of the Jordan Fives in Fresh Prince uh, color combinations. That's like yellow and purple. And so yeah, you would think so because like during that time he wore all these funky clothes. Yeah, and really, really poofed out like shirts and stuff. Yeah, but this is actually really simple. It's mainly white with some. Uh, I think they call it great purple and some other green. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Jordan symbols off. Oh, did, yeah, didn't he have a basketball jacket that was like green with the purple or something? I think that sounds familiar. He probably he had yeah. he had everything. Yeah, he, he did. Honestly, had everything. That show yeah. rocked. Yeah, that show rocked. That show was <laughs> so fresh. But anyway, um, yeah. So uh, I think he probably got a pair for free, and then it went uh, went on sale on that day of September twenty fifth as well. Mm. Mainly in the states, some places in Canada, but I think it uh, it was. Quite a hefty price shoe. I think it was one ninety US, and then uh, for Canadian it was like two fifty five. But it was all sold out like right away. It was probably like limited pairs or limited production. So, yeah, it was wow. kind of cool though. I like it. Nice. I mean, I, I'm not too much of a shoe guy, but that's that's definitely cool. I like that yeah. they're making the shoe. I just wouldn't buy it probably, but yeah, that's cool though. I would. The Fresh Prince. 
In West Philadelphia. Yep, born and raised. On the playground is where I spent most of my days. You did or he did? I did. You did, okay. Oh, is that, is that not <laughs> I, can't, I can't finish it now. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know the lyrics. So. I think it's like, or I, guess yeah. I, I guess I do. But I, I mean, that was pretty much it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I pulled up. No, okay. <laughs> uh, so, well, <laughs> next docket, you got this one. Oh, it is it? Okay, cool. Um, yeah, Dancing with the Stars. So, this season, they have their first blind contestant. Her name is Danielle, I think. Danielle Umstead. Um, so, I actually watched this episode. I don't normally watch it, but I was at my parents, and she was, um, that's what my mom likes to watch. So, she is a uh, Paralympic medalist. So, three time bronze winner, I think. Yeah, so the 2010 Olympics in Vancouver, she won bronze medal for the downhill and also super combined. And then uh, in 2014, she won bronze in the super combined as well. It's amazing enough that she can race down a hill blind. Yep. Uh, and now she's entering a dance competition. Like, that's just, I don't know, like so many props to her. I can't imagine going through that. And she's much, she must be like the most strongest willed person. And, she seems like a really cool person, too. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you can do all the races and stuff and be blind and be an, an Olympian athlete, you know, that's that's insane already. Yeah. And then going in and, and dancing, it kind of just puts to shame other dancers that can see. <laughs> sure. I think it's, it's less about the sight and it's more about the will, you know, and I think she's just got the will. She's yeah. got the Will Smith. She's, wow, what a what a segue there. Okay. In fresh. What's the transition? In fresh Philadelphia. <laughs> Born and raised, she raced for most of her days. She couldn't see. She was blind as a bat. But here she is. How about that? Okay, I was hoping that was your transition into the next oh, news. Oh, no, the next transitional word somehow. With a conjunction, if you will. I think she's this quite, is a grammar class. She's quite marvelous. How's that? Ooh. <laughs> speaking about marvelous, how about this one? Captain Marvel trailer. Yeah. Beep, 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 beep. By the way, Breaking can news. I mention when you first wrote the outline, it said Captain Marvel? I, I did that on purpose, <laughs> oh, okay. but then I couldn't. So, yeah, for the audience, I wrote Captain Marvel because in my head that was really funny. And then... <laughs> I looked at it again, and it had that red squiggly under it. Yeah. Like, that bothered me so much that yeah. I had to... Re- I just finally was like, fine, it's not funny. I'll put Marvel. But when I read it, I I, I I heard you in my head saying, Captain Marvel trailer, and I was, <laughs> exactly. I was fine with it. That's exactly I it. what I was like thinking as I was writing it. But it's not funny written. Story of my life. <laughs> okay, Um. so Captain Marvel, the trailer, yep. uh, came out. Yep. So let's talk about it. Sure. I'm trying to remember the. I mean, from our talk on the Captain Marvel screenshots we saw, Professor Umbridge is, is not in the trailer. So no, unfortunately, uh, that that kind of sucks. Dumbledore was in the trailer though. Yes. Yes, wearing a different outfit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. I think I was more excited about the Captain Marvel movie with the screenshots than I was when I saw the trailer. The trailer. I don't know what it was. It's not bad. Like, let me just say at first, I thought the trailer was interesting. Okay. And I like I don't think the movie's going to be bad, but I was expecting more. I don't know what more, but it, it felt lacking in some department. The her jumping on top of a train felt like something you'd see in an earlier Marvel film. Okay. And uh the scrawls coming out of the water looked just like the screenshots we had seen, and I was like, Oh, right. I thought that was production stills, but mm. that it didn't actually look that high and I'm sure there's a lot of posts that still has to be done that'll make it look better. Um it just looked, it looked like an origin story that we would have seen around the time of Iron Man 2 or something. It didn't look like something now. Okay. Um, I was impressed by uh, Samuel Jackson. Yeah. I thought he looked nice and young and all that. But overall, gotcha. I think I'm just, it, it didn't, it didn't whet my appetite. You know, I was just kind of like, eh, it was like having a little appetizer. And I was like, I'm, I still need the meal. 
Isn't just, that what a trailer's supposed to do? <laughs> yeah, but didn't, it didn't excite <laughs> me, though. Okay, so put, put it okay. in these terms, then. It was an appetizer that wasn't very good. Okay. So, like, you eat it, and you're like, okay, yeah, that fills me up a little bit, you know? Yeah. I guess, I guess the food. I'm excited for the food, but same time like this appetizer wasn't that good so is the food gonna be good right that, that's kind of where my mind was going and again i'm not saying the trailer was bad it's just i think i was just after infinity war i think my mind just exploded <laughs> i think i'm just expecting <laughs> yeah like mind-blowing quality overall and when you see things that could have cracks in it yeah like her hitting that woman seemed really weird the old woman part oh, i know it's right probably, probably supposed to be humorous or maybe it was supposed to like throw you off a little bit yeah, it was also kind of cut, so we're not sure if she did actually punch the old woman. Oh, that's a good point, yeah. Right? It, it might have been a fight, because there's probably a fight scene on that train. Yeah, and so, I assume she was a scroll that was transformed. Yes, so. that would be the assumption. Or maybe it's like a funny joke where she hits an old woman thinking it's a scroll and it turns out it was an old woman or something. Oh, that would be a horrible just, joke. But <laughs> it would probably be really funny. Well, Marvel. Um, Marvel. Somebody mentioned on Reddit that it looked like her. So it's almost like maybe there was oh. she hit herself like a scrawl is acting as hers so she's oh. fighting herself and that would be an interesting fight scene for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm not trying to be too overly critical. It's just I didn't get a super wow factor from it. Uh, I think that's okay though because okay, so right now there's obviously a big trend in the trailer game because all movies are trying to punch out really really good trailers to pique your interest yeah. but in the meantime i feel like a lot of trailers are just giving away too much of the plot and then by the time you see the movie you've seen all the good stuff in the trailer sure you know what i mean so yeah i i would agree with you that yeah i wish i could have seen more but i think that's just because i'm i'm still anticipating watching the whole movie like the movie yeah. as a whole I, I want to see it um i think the movie was or the trailer was it was enough for me just to show like i just want to see some characters maybe just see them in some basic situations i don't want to i actually don't want a lot of things to be revealed to me mm. i just have a habit of watching the trailers because like oh it's available i can go i can watch it so i'm going to i have a friend of mine who actually avoids trailers like on purpose and i'm thinking about doing that actually yeah. it might make it better i think so too i mean like i wouldn't mind trying it you don't need to watch a trailer if you already know you're going to watch the movie yep. then you're going to see all the scenes in the movie anyway and that's kind of where i'm getting to is it, like you mentioned like isn't that the point of a trailer well i think we're already there though right after we've gotten to this point in marvel marvel is the trailer now after we've seen so many movies like when you watch infinity war you're invested right i'm assuming at least yeah that you're invested at that point likely that you're yeah. going to be watching the rest of the movies connected to infinity war to see what's going on yeah so yeah you're right like maybe we're at a point now where the trailers are almost a little bit pointless and maybe too revealing because uh, that's a good point it could be but then marvel has a lot of money so that they know they can put a lot of effort into making these yeah. trailers and if people are expecting them i'm assuming that that's why they would want to try to um What's the word? We'll just, you know, give that to their viewers, right? And I do have a big question mark with the Marvel movie. Uh, sorry, Captain Marvel movie. It's just that I need to be interested in... It. Like, if you're going to single out, this movie is about a single character. And mm -hmm. I think I talked about this before, but we just... I like Marvel movies now that have multiple characters. Because I'm, I'm <clears throat> maybe we've just gotten to a point now where Marvel needs to always be the next step up. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Even the Spider-Man Homecoming film had Iron Man in it, right? Yeah. So even though you had just the one villain, one hero, it still had the Iron Man thrown into it to kind of, like, tease you a little bit. Yeah. And uh, I think with Marvel, Captain Marvel, um, that trailer was maybe supposed to convince me that, hey, don't don't worry, it's it's still got a still bunch of other people in it. There's a lot of an ensemble. And yeah. the still photos were doing that. Yeah. When I saw the trailer, though, I was like, oh, no, no, it's definitely mainly about her. She's the big question mark, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's why am I interested in just her? Okay. But when I watched the trailer, I just saw this woman who had one emotion the whole time there was no joke moment right there yeah. was maybe a moment where she had like aviators on and looked a little different but her face was the same expression 
the whole trailer. Okay. And like, did she, how many lines of dialogue did she have in that trailer? I felt like very few. Few from what I remember too. Yeah. yeah. And I know they don't want to reveal anything, right? So it yeah. is a game. It's a bit yeah. of a game, right? You have to sell me on the person. Yeah. But you also want to reveal too much. Yeah. And I understand. And you're right. At the end of the day, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> yeah. And at the same time, a lot of movies nowadays seem to do more than one trailer, right? By the time you see the second one, there's like extra footage and True. there's like the third one and then there's the fan made one. Yeah. The fan made. <laughs> fan made's are the best. Yeah. Well, they're okay. That's <laughs> Sometimes they're really good. Um, I put this last one in here because this actually, I just, just found out recently. So <clears throat> Call of Duty, do, are you up on the Call of Duty games at all? I was. And then uh, I guess it was hard for me to keep up with console FPS games. Just because I'm just so used to mouse and keyboard and uh, putting first person shooter. Oh, sorry. First person shooter. Not, not frames per second. Not first person shooter. So when I play first person shooter games, I'm used to playing PC, mouse, keyboard, back in the Counter-Strike 1.3 days. 1.3 was for me anyway. I play so Go, Counter-Strike Go, Ooh. with my phone out Ooh. in the street. Like like Pokemon Go, but it's exactly. Counter Strike Go. Speaking of that, it's a really small tangent here, but yeah. just walking over to uh, to record this here. Yeah, there was uh, quite a few people playing Pokemon Go, and it just kind of hit me for like a second. I was like, "How amazing is that?" Like this app comes out, and it really changes people's lives. Yeah, like there's a there's a whole culture of people out there still playing Pokemon Go, and I was a huge player of that, and I know you were as well. And still. I'm sure this could be oh, or still are, <laughs> and I'm sure this could be a topic for another time. Yeah, we can definitely get and dive into it. But I just, I just just found that very interesting that like there's still a huge fan base for that Pokemon Go. Yeah, it's really big. It's been I think what two year anniversary recently happened. Wow, that went by fast. Yeah, so they they've developed a lot, especially in this past year. Yeah. So I think that's why a lot of people are still playing and good on them. Niant- is that Niantic? So, Niantic, yeah. yeah, good on them. Yeah, Niantic um, Labs, I think. And for that matter, I also play PC games, mouse and keyboard, first-person shooters, mostly. But yeah. if you're talking about community or friend environment, I have more friends on console. So I do still play oh, okay. the console first-person shooters quite a bit. Yeah. But so I, I just want to bring up Call of Duty Black Ops 4 is the new one. Yeah. That's yeah. one uh, coming out. Or is it really? No, no, it's coming out soon. October, I believe. So sure. But the I thing believe. is, so they have, this is a trend in games right now is the Battle Royale modes. Oh. You, you know about this, right? Yep. This is like Player Unknowns or Fortnite. Yep. Uh, player unknown battleground or Fortnite. It all kind of stems back to like Daisy almost a little bit. Mm. Uh, or um, and Minecraft had like a um, Hunger Games mod. Cool. So it's it's very like Whoa. yeah exactly. And I used to play that in like 2011 or 2012. Yeah. So it's like really funny. How, like this is like the new thing, but it's like this is not really that new. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so I just noticed that so Black Ops Four has this blackout mode, which is a battle royale in Black Ops. Okay. So I was like, oh my god, like battle royale is everywhere. Is it blackout mode? So like the it's just all dark and you're just shooting. <laughs> just like random black ops, sp- blackout. <laughs> you won't see a thing. Blackout. Or black ops. Just black. Just black. I see a black door and I want to paint it black. <laughs> My gun is black. <laughs> My ammo is black. My soul <laughs> is black. Um, no, so... Uh, the black. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Um, so blackout mode, I just saw the trailer for it, yeah. and I, I encourage anybody to look up the trailer if you're interested at all in Battle Royale games, because I am personally one of those people a little bit negative on Battle Royale games, because I think it's a very oversaturated market, okay. but yeah. this trailer was fantastic, cool. because this is an example of a AAA studio working hard on yeah. a trend, okay. and I've been asking for that for the Minecraft the Minecraft gameplay for a long time now. Yeah. It's just real side tangent here but really quick so the minecraft gameplay is just one certain way it's, it's very unique it's just survival genre that's mixed with creative aspects okay and we don't see many AAA studios dip their toes in that kind of water because it, it requires a lot of development time and updating like you pretty much make one game and keep up with it for a long time right there's been a few there's been arc survival evolved uh rust 
there, there's lots. I, I, I can't think of them right now, but there, there's a whole bunch of them that you can search up on Steam. But there's still not like an EA Games making one. There's still mm-hmm. not a Bethesda. There's still not a uh, Activision right, making Call of Duty, right? Yeah. Um, or DICE, Battlefield. This is really interesting because they're, they're falling into the trend, but we're seeing a AAA studio, uh, Activision, making this game. Well, it's not it's not actually Activision. I don't remember the developers, but Activision is the, the publisher. Okay. So the actual developers, it's, there's Sledgehammer. Uh, I can't remember all the Call of Duty developers right now. Okay. Anyways. Uh, so they're actually developing this and it's, it's just good quality. As far as Battle Royale games go, the, in my opinion, this makes Fortnite look really, really kiddie. Hmm. And this looks very unique and intense. It's, it's got very good graphics, first person shooter. Yeah. Uh, and the quality is just there. There's a, the, the map is just scattered with things all around it. Things. Do, do you know anything about the Call of Duty Black Ops stuff at all? Like the levels maybe or the... Uh, Black Ops specifically, no. Okay, so no just a no. small teaser then into this. Okay. So there is an island that you can mm-hmm. land on yeah. that is based on the map Nuketown, which was really popular in Black Ops. Like one of the most famous maps. Okay. And so Nuketown is this one specific map. So they made an island in the Battle Royale mode that is yeah. just that map. Cool. And when you go in there, there's a hidden bunker underneath that you can kind of go into those like pool tables and all stuff. And yeah. it's like, it's just a really you unique just hang out. Yeah, you can kind of <laughs> just hang out, I guess. And, and another like little teaser into this whole experience is a building that's apparently 40 stories and yeah. each of them has a layer you can go into. So he said sometimes the map might reduce in radius size. That's how the, the for anybody who doesn't know the Battle Royale games, the map reduces in size slowly. So you're forced to kind of come to one central point on the map. Oh, it's and like, there's um, up to 100 players playing, right? So It's like Bomberman. Exactly. Right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Very, very similar to Bomberman. Yeah. So it's forcing the map time to be yeah. a certain, or the round time to be a certain time, right? Cool. But anyway, so it, they said that it, the point of interest could end up being that, that 40 story building yeah so now you've got maybe 20 players left and they're all stuck in a 40 story building and they're all like trying to fight each other so it's very unique stuff like that that the battle royale series has not seen much of yet okay so i I think it's it's gonna give fortnite a bit of a run for their money it's a it's also just a bit of a trend right now that's probably going to die over next couple years but good on them i just i want to say i was very overly critical about call of duty this year and battlefield for that matter but i think this is a good this is a good move for them. And this, is, move. this is all based on watching the trailer for it. Just the trailer, yeah. You can see it's all released in trailers. Jeez. So what you're saying is the MCU needs to get their developers or their uh, <laughs> their designers and their their team, the the Call of Duty team, to make Marvel trailers. Touche. True. If I can have the same sort of opinion on Captain Marvel afterwards, <laughs> I think what the thing was though, it's it's all about matter of um interest i had no interest in call of duty the trailer made me interested i had high interest in captain marvel the trailer made me skeptical is probably a good word you know i get skeptical when seeing any of the netflix marvel shows i'm always skeptical because i'm worried i'm gonna get burned yeah you know so when i see captain marvel i'm worried i'm gonna get burned so i get skeptical first i I raise my guard up yeah and then i can relax once i see the movie i'm like okay okay (laughs) (laughs) so anyways that's my two cents on black ops um let's move into the etzers of the day all right Cool. Um, so the the previous question uh, was create a new Marvel character, and uh, I think no. it, it was a it was a mixture of like create a new fictitious character um, right. in the already established MCU right. universe or MCU, yeah. and how did they get there? What are their powers? Uh, what is their purpose? And, and things like that. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna let you take this one away because sure. I believe these are all submissions that you know of <laughs> and I do not know of. So, so yeah, I think I must not have asked the question properly the first time. So okay. <laughs> which is why the, the first answer I have is Gohan from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> so basically putting putting Gohan into the MCU, which I think would be kind of a cool crossover anyway. <laughs> uh, so the um That's not bad. The description I got is uh, uh, during a space expedition by Thor. 
they land who's they i'm not sure they i guess it's the avengers yeah it must be they land on a ruined planet and find gohan fighting against the numbers and he means like number 16 17 18 like okay, the yeah. androids so um, we're getting deep into dragon ball z lore it's a full-on <laughs> yeah. crossover okay um they fight off the, the numbers together and trunks doesn't have to go back in time just my two cents on this i think the the numbers as as that's put here would probably destroy the avengers i have a feeling that the power levels in dragon ball z are kind of crazy and i feel like because you see goku moving around like crazy right in in, way back earlier in the season Mm -hmm. that versus the marvel characters no i i think maybe hulk i I wonder. (laughs) maybe yeah i wonder i mean have you ever seen those uh those youtube videos where they pit different characters from different platforms and different shows against each other there was one where was superman versus goku i saw that yeah and i think superman won in the end from what i remember i think that's a bit more plausible because he's unrealistically strong but when you have goku no yeah that's what i'm saying though the dragon ball z characters are very unrealistic oh i see but that's their charm that's the point when you have iron man versus goku that wouldn't that would not work Okay. In sure. my opinion, he would get ripped apart real quick. Okay, but then there's Vision. Yeah, no, <laughs> Vision's just made of metal. I mean, you can rip out the stone out of his head and he's dead. You know, and Goku would probably... I don't know. We're, we're, we're arguing semantics yeah. here. <laughs> sure. We don't know. This, the, is, this is for that YouTube You cannot people. quantify these levels of power, but in yeah. my opinion, from seeing Dragon Ball and from seeing the Marvel Universe, I just don't think that they're matching in strength. Yeah, I think that would be something to watch... Uh, I think it's called like screw something. Screw attack. Screw attack. Is screw attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, produce that's right. it. That's just the company that produces it. Right. Yeah. yeah. So they can they can pit that in for us. Okay. Um, next one is Orgasmo. Orgasmo. So I actually never watched this movie as a kid. When I saw it, I was thinking, oh, it's about stuff that I'm not supposed to watch. <laughs> so I better not. And I didn't look into it. and I forgot about it. I don't know about it. Oh, did you not? You never watched it? Nope. Okay. So I looked into it a bit recently, not okay. when I was a kid. Um, and apparently it's about this Mormon who, uh, is on a, he's doing like a, he's doing mission work. So he stumbles upon, um, yeah, knocks on a door and it happens to be some pornography director or something who, uh, sends his bad guys against him. And so he beats him up the orgasm. Well, the Joe or Joel, Joe, I think is his name. He beats up those guys. And then the director goes, Oh, Hey, that's really cool. I'm going to use you as my new star and uh so joe thinks okay this could be a way like it's god's telling him not to do it but he's really leaning towards it because the money is good and then this way he can get married in this uh i think cathedral or church that his fiance really wants to get married in so he becomes orgasmo um that's the character of the pornography movie and he's got this sidekick from mit and together they find out that the director is actually evil and they team up together the mit intern or whatever and orgasmo team up to fight the director and i don't know anything more about the movie but that's what this is so i don't know how he is introduced I into the mcu would work in the punisher universe okay. because the only universe you can make that work in okay yeah it's dark enough that you can throw it into any of the marvel netflix series yeah but looking at the marvel netflix series maybe jessica jones or something where she's like investigating into something that's a little oh, bit dark yeah. like that i but can I, see that yeah i feel like punisher is the character that you normally throw with the quirky characters like yeah. his gizmo you know okay he's, he's always got the quirky ridiculous characters that almost make him roll his eyes because he's just so intense and buff and manly that you have to throw yeah. a weird character with him to kind of throw it out. It's like Batman and Joker, you know? You, you gotta right. throw a weird character. So yeah. even though he's a good guy, I just feel like that's a, the pairing you would probably make. Okay. I think that's that's the only way I think you could do that, because that's not gonna fly in the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they can rename him to something else. <laughs> Thorgasmo. <laughs> anyway. Um, okay, so next one. I'm just gonna read this straight as Go I was given. 
Okay, the bad guy's name is Prehisto. He found a dinosaur. Oh, he found dinosaur cells and infused it into himself so he can whip out his inner dinosaur powers and he can summon meteors which can destroy the world, like in the prehistoric days. Prehistoric! So I think he's a. Science rules. <laughs> bill, 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 bill. So I think he's a good guy, Prehisto, maybe? Oh, sorry. No, the bad guy's name is Prehisto. Clearly, I can read. That so. sounds like a Spider Man villain. Prehisto, it does. Prehisto. Like he would oh, be like a history Mysterio. teacher. Like Mysterio. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So I was just thinking, like, it would fit in the Spider Man universe. He'd be like a history teacher or something. And then, like, suddenly, I'm evil now. <laughs> Spider Man's like, oh, that's Mr. Prehisto. I have to find I hate him. that guy. <laughs> he happens to be my history teacher. Of course, he's the evil villain. I'm going to find my teacher. Oh, oh well. I'll do it. Uh, Science rules. <laughs> Stay in school. Um,. Okay, the next one, VR boy. He can program <laughs> VR worlds that can turn into real life. Virtual boyality. I like it. He has to get like a person's it. cell or hair or whatever to get the enemies in his VR world where he can manipulate them. I think that sounds really cool. That's so unique that I actually think that could work, weirdly enough. It actually reminds me of Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. Did you ever watch that show? No. I think we had a conversation about this. No. So, okay. I didn't. <laughs> Um, so Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. It is uh, some teens that go into the computer. Basically, I think they go into the internet and they fight this other teenager that is a virus or something like that. I can't remember the whole premise, but I watched it religiously as a kid. Do you remember Boy Meets World? No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bad with I can't my, get anywhere with you. I'm bad with some <laughs> old TV shows, I have to admit. I okay. didn't watch many kids' shows. Okay. Well, in Boy Meets World, um, <clears throat> one of the kids' brothers, so he's the one that is the, the main superhuman samurai cyber squad person. Okay. Anyway, yeah, that's it for that. <laughs> I can't give you much more than that. I'm sorry. I don't know it. <laughs> uh, okay. So the next one, uh, I think this is the last one I got. This is how I feel sometimes. <laughs> so... OCD man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His OCD during childhood was severe. Everything needed to be a certain way, and it was a constant need to always have things exactly how they should appear to be, in his perspective. His OCD powers developed from material things into OCD for situations. He couldn't have crime in a city, so it was his OC duty. That's such an <laughs> awesome term. Oh, I love it. Oh, his OC duty to make things right and keep things as normal as they should be. He has mediocre strength. I like that as a tidbit. He has mediocre strength. He has mediocre people skills and smarts, but combined with his OCD, he turns into a crime-fighting sorting machine. Senses are heightened. He can see something wrong right away anytime he enters a room. Oh, this is kind of Sherlock Holmesy, hey? Yeah, he's very he's deductive. Yeah, right. Um, how he decided to use his powers for crime fighting. One day he was arranging his books and pens at school. He was then bullied into submission and teased for always being so neat and arranging things a certain way. He was shunned and considered a weirdo. With his isolation, he then vowed never again to let anyone disorganize him and vowed to use his OCD powers for good. How he enters MCU, he's always been there. <laughs> I lost the best answer already. Uh, How do you add new character? Well, he's already he's already there. He already exists. You just gotta find him. Um, cleaning things up and making sure every panel for the comic is neat and clean before being published. He's the guy who does the final edits before they go to the store. He is the MCU. Oh my god! <laughs> but he's also part of the universe, kind of like an Alpha Omega God level mutant, an all-seeing and all-encompassing OCD god. Wow, this character <laughs> went from such a normal 
person who did not seem to have many powers, but except for just having OCD, uh, to a cosmic level godlike yeah. being that <laughs> all the other characters would probably shudder to meet. <laughs> I think this would make such a great comic. I don't know why. I can I can see this really working. I think it's a good pairing comic. Although I think I've done that well with the other ones, but I think he would pair well with someone like a dared. Uh, sorry, a Deadpool or something in the Marvel universe. I think because in the in Deadpool, there's a lot of fourth oh, wall breaking. Right. I feel like you could pair someone with OCD to someone like Deadpool who'd want to get a rise out of him sometimes. Oh, that's such a good idea. And I feel well. I don't know. Would Deadpool be the exact opposite of OCD? I don't know. He kind of likes things his. Way, I feel like but... he's the one who would be like, you know, Iron Man and. Um, Thor, Hulk, Scarlet Witch, Hulk. Vision. What's Hulk's oh, okay. alter ego name? Bruce, Bruce Banner. Banner. You know Iron Man and Bruce Banner. Iron Man's poking him, prodding him all the time. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, he's he's constantly doing that because he's he's trying to get a rise out of him. Yeah. You know, that's the level of relationship I think we would see between Deadpool and OCD, and OCD man. man. Does OCD man have a real name? Um, ben. Okay. Or Neb. Ben or Neb or yeah. Neb or Ben Neb. That's called uh, palindrome. Yeah. Maybe his name is Palindrome. <laughs> if it was Benib, then it would be a Palindrome. Benib. The sequel to Benib. It's Venom when he's sick. I'm Benib. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, I like that. That's better than my pirate joke. Oh, okay. Question of the day. We're going to add a question now. We're now, after we've gotten our great... Um, these were awesome answers. These, yeah, these were really good answers. So good. These are probably the best answers we've had for our question of the day. Yeah. Um, we're going to move on and, and now pose a new question to you all. Mm-hmm. Our question is going to be, what book would you like to have adapted into a movie? So a book that's written, <laughs> published, yep. Yep. not your own works, and have that adapted to a full-fledged theatrical release Yeah, with Maybe major can, actors in it. Sure. Maybe we can expand that a bit. So it doesn't have to be necessarily a book, but I guess anything that's like a written work, so like a play, screenplay. for example. Yeah, yeah okay. Right, yeah, it's yeah. not... Well, a screenplay is already... Isn't a screenplay movie? Screenplay is anything you want it to be. So Dynamic. a screenplay is a rock. A rock. <laughs> Lobster! Did you... Sorry, another tangent, but did you ever watch Big Bang Theory? Um, I've seen, I think, the first six seasons. Okay, so you probably would have encountered this one. There's one episode where... Um, oh, I forgot his name, but he's the one who owns the comic book store. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? I don't remember. Okay, anyway. So <laughs> this that was guy. a while back, when the first six seasons were airing. I'm sorry, I forgot his name, but he's such a good character. But he, he, is funny. he has a conversation with Sheldon. I think he says to Sheldon, um, oh, you could not be more wrong. I think they were talking about something comic related. Sheldon's response was, what do you mean more wrong? Like, wrong is not subject to gradation. You know, like more or less. Oh, yeah. that kind of thing. It's you're just like, like correct or you're incorrect. Exactly. Yeah. And then his response, I will never forget it. And I hope I say it right. But sure, you could be, or it's a little wrong to say a tomato is... A vegetable, but it's more wrong to say a tomato is a suspension bridge. <laughs> and it's just never <laughs> left to me. That's the best oh retort God. I've ever heard. And I just love uh, that scene. He's still wrong, but it, <laughs> but that's hilarious. I love it. Uh, it was a really a good, good line. I like that one. Anyway. So what book would you like to see converted? A book or any adapted works? Or no, no. Any written works. Written works, yeah. That you would like to see uh, adapted into a movie. Yeah. Imagine seeing a poem. Adapted into a movie. Beowulf. It already happened. It didn't do very well. <clears throat> no, what was that movie called? Beowulf? No, sorry, there's another one. Oh, was it Beowulf. S- <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 um, what's her name? Not Scarlett Johansson. Oh, Jennifer Lawrence. Didn't she play... In Mother? Is it called Mother? Yes. Yeah, I didn't With, see uh, it. But Javier Bardem? Yeah, I didn't see it, but it sounds poetic. So. No, I think Mother's based on the Bible. No, yes. Oh. Yeah, Mother's based on the Bible, I believe. Oh, did not know that believe she's the mother of us all like, mother nature oh okay. and i believe abier bardem is god 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 and i believe G-W-O-W-D. it's all about the bible 
Okay. I think. Um, <clears throat> moving on. Topic one. All right. Topic one. 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 What? 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 Ah. <laughs> I couldn't keep that going. I'm sorry. Uh, is League of Legends dying? No. So, okay. Ooh, wow. <laughs> Next See, that, that, that's why I wanted to ask you because <laughs> as an outsider, yeah. <laughs> as an outsider with Pony Boy. Uh, oh. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot. And that. Uh, Soda Pop. Yeah. Uh, th- this came up the other day. Okay. Uh, I've read an article. What did I read it? I'm not even going to say their name because I don't like them very much. Google. But I did see it on here. <sighs> So I shouldn't have used that as a source, but I, I believe it's in the footnotes. Yeah, why were Anyways, in the first place? But okay. <clears throat> I read it and I was like, well, that's interesting. So then I went to the Reddit of League of Legends, which yeah. I don't really do very often. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I saw there was actually a topic on this. So I typed in like Google, like League of Legends dying kind of thing. I found it's actually very recent, recent as uh, a month ago, two months ago. Okay. Um, people were talking about this. So I got the impressions from actual League players. And then I thought I'd talk to you because you have very strong opinions on League anyways. So do I? Okay. Well, maybe you have personal knowledge, maybe not very strong. I have a pers- connection. Personal connection to League of Legends that I do not have. We have a thing. So I thought it'd be fun for me to pose it to you. So, anyways, is okay. League of Legends dying? Is the main thesis. Okay. Um, here's uh, the reason why I guess is because we live in a world now where the trend is changing. We already talked about this, where the trend is moving over to battle royale. So yeah. a league game. How would you describe league then as as a genre? I believe it's MOBA. Uh, is it MOBA? Yeah. Okay. Uh, multi online battle arena. Right. So it's just like one um, one set map um, using different characters or champions to have team play. So, so that's like what Dota would what be. What would as you well. call Overwatch? Overwatch is oh, I, I don't know. I I was just thought about it as FPS, but like deathmatch FPS. But there's a clear that? difference between Overwatch and Battlefield or Call of Duty, right? I mean, in Overwatch mm-hmm. you have heroes. <laughs> on sides and teams yeah there's uh theoretical lanes in overwatch maybe it's like fps moba that's kind of i think what they tried to advertise it as but i believe the moba crowd is kind of more like this isn't officially a moba because in my opinion a moba is much more like a chess table while Mm. first person shooter is much more like a basketball game or something right like okay it's it's kind of just uh, really dynamic while in like you can't you can think steps ahead but i I don't know i don't i don't really know the analogy i'm trying to make there but um so it's a sport it's just different right it's just they're both they're both technically sports uh chess one is very i don't know analytical maybe while a basketball one's much more like reactionary i think is what i'm trying to get at okay so i I find that but if you look at just league and overwatch these two games that have very similar tendencies but also are very different right um I guess what I'm trying to say now is that Overwatch came and it, it started to go crazy after League of Legends. And yeah. It started, and I have a photo of the trends. Uh, I'm just going to show it to you beforehand. But, sure. <clears throat> and uh, it's got the trends and Overwatch came up and it, it surpassed um, League of Legends for how many people were searching it. But then it started to go really quickly. And mm-hmm. as it went, so did League of Legends as well. They both started to fall down. As they fell down, you have PUBG coming up. Okay. And PUBG was coming up and doing really well, which... PUBG, as we said earlier, is a Battle Royale series. Mm. And then Fortnite, which has gone crazy as a Battle Royale series. It's, yeah. Everyone's talking about Fortnite. Everyone's playing Fortnite. Parents know about Fortnite just like they did Minecraft years ago. I guess what I'm asking now is, is the trend moving from MOBA to uh, Battle Royale? Okay. And then once Battle Royale dies off, because I think Battle Royale is a little bit more reactionary and is not as solid as something like a MOBA, which went to esports like right away. Mm-hmm. Will League of Legends stay after that? swell or will league legends die off to something else interesting so i'm gonna read off so here's two responses i have their names here from reddit okay so here's one person they said what bothers me is riot's design of champions and items the only champion i really enjoy anymore is i'm gonna butcher these names kaiza nice if i'm facing something obvious i can just go full ap and pretend i'm old school nidalee wow good job you got it i'm sorry but whoever thought it was a good idea for 
Akali? Ah, uh, Akali. Uh, Akali. Two for three. Okay. To be untargetable for 90% of her interaction with the enemy needs to lose their job. <laughs> Fusoi. And the reason okay. uh, the person was Fusoi, the reason I cited that is because that was very popular. A lot of people seem to agree with this person. Okay. Um, another person here said, take the goals that the balance team has been working towards for the past two to three years of making the game more team-oriented and throw it all out. League was much better when your ability to carry games was greater than one person's ability to drag everyone down. That was by Phoenix Rall on Reddit. Sounds really salty, but okay. So, okay, so what are your opinions on this, then? Because I'm an outsider and I read these. I'm like, okay, interesting. So they bring us some good points. Somebody in the thread brought up all the points about the trending names and how it's not really... It is searched on Google, obviously, but in terms of other games out there right now, it's not searched very much anymore. And even if you look on Twitch, it's in the top 10, but it's usually closer closer to 10 while Fortnite is like one. Okay, right? So, uh, let's see. This game's been around for, I think it's in its ninth, what, eighth or ninth season right now. I can't remember now. But it just sounds like the natural course of a game to have its peak and then a, a decline, right? I mean, if it's been around for so long. Well, actually, you know what? I, I remember reading recently that uh, so World Championships is coming up. It's usually the end of the season towards uh, October, November. I think that's when Worlds happens. So, that includes competitors from North America. From Korea, China, I don't know. Like there's a there's a whole bunch, like uh, tons of countries within Europe as well. So there are a lot of teams that are still competing, and I remember seeing that one of them recently got a new sponsor, and I think it was BMO or or something like that, like some some financial institution. And I thought, hey, that's interesting, because that to me that sounded like a big step up if they're getting like some sort of. Uh, like national financial institution to sponsor them to back them then that sounds like a lot of exposure a lot of more a lot more funding for just progressing I, I don't really know what the logistics of that means but to me having that name attached to it just meant like okay that's that sounds like a good step up or like a good step forward anyway right um speaking to those things that you mentioned so and the, they actually both kind of reference the same kind of thing where so the thing is, like, they're both almost talking about how you using your individual gameplay is kind of like the game changer in the whole game, which maybe that's what it was before. I haven't played since season one, um, but I I have noticed the general trend towards better, like, more team play. And I can only see that as that's really justifying what the game is, because if you're always playing five on five, you're playing as a team no matter what. If you're you can climb up the ladder, like the ranked ladder. So that's like separate from just playing recreationally, like you're actually you have like your stats and then you get rewards based on like how far you go up. And then a lot of the pro players are like, you know, really, really high up on the ladder. So when you're playing on that ladder, generally people will, or you you have the option to queue up with team members or just on your own. So the problem is when you're queuing up on your own, you're put together with all these random people that you don't know and still have various skill levels. So it's really easy for you to feel like you're being pulled down by one person because it's very likely that it will happen. But then again, you could be that one person that's pulling everybody down, but you don't realize it. And you're just being really salty because somebody is doing something to make your team lose. So, yeah. I don't know. Like, if you want to play a, a solo game, then... Or if you want... Yeah, if you want to play a solo game, then find a solo-based game. Like, don't complain about a team-based game that your solo presence isn't enough or something like that. Right. I don't know. that. That's how I feel. I understand, like, people want to be the best and they want to be the one that carries everybody through the game and they feel really good about it but if that's not the way that the game is trending then you can't you can you can voice your opinion but if it's not working that way then you kind of got to go with the flow right so you think these kind of break down to more just natural complaints that a game of this caliber is just going to have anyways sort of but i can see okay so the second person talks about the balance team i I can see why that would be an issue too because so this is the team at 
Sorry, what is it? Who, Riot who? Games. Riot Games. So this is a team yeah. at Riot Games that specifically focuses on balancing the game? I believe so, because every once in a while, they'll either introduce a new champion or they will rework previous previously made champions right. to make it better for the current meta, or like the current uh, environment of like the games and like things that or the items and other things that you can interact with aside from the other players that you play against. And I can't imagine that would be very easy for them to pinpoint right off the bat. If they were to rework one character out of like the hundred that they have and test that amongst whoever is just like within Riot Games, say that's like hundreds or like a thousand, that's so minuscule compared to the million thousands <laughs> the millions of millions. people <laughs> the thousands thousands upon thousands of other people that are playing it around the world and they're the ones that feel feel different based on uh, like they will have different opinions based on that small sample of people that work for riot games so you're likely going to find people that don't agree with the way that it produced something but it's these kind of complaints that end up furthering um like better balancing right because they're not going right. to know what people want or don't want unless they get that feedback i assume there's a small test group that they use there or, yeah uh, yeah there is yeah. yeah there's like a like a beta platform okay so so you can choose i assume to, to go into the platform maybe and and uh i've never done it myself i don't know if it was a private to, maybe you have to get i, I really don't know okay I, i'm not sure another thing too is there's dota which was uh we, we talked about before too so dota's kind of there was a time when dota was the reigning champion and league was the newbie on the yeah. block right and dota had all the hits everyone was using playing that game and uh that was the popular one and then yeah. league came around and slowly league started to drain the dota yeah. player base a bit yeah. although we still see dota around so yeah. i mean that's kind of the end of that's how i take it is is league dying that it's an easy it's a really reactionary comment it's really it's really quick it gets you really quick so you're like oh sure but at the same time it's like yeah, as you said, everything has its ebbs and its flows. Yeah. Um, it's what can stay alive. I talk about Minecraft all the time. I'm sure every podcast I'm going to talk about Minecraft, but um, <laughs> Minecraft has had its ebbs and its flows. And th- I'm sure there's articles today saying, is Minecraft dying? But it's just a game that's constantly updated uh, with a team behind it. And, right. And it's one of those games that will never... Well, I mean, I'm sure one day it will leave, but it's just that it will take a long time for it to officially leave. It's mm-hmm. just that it's not in the public's reactionary moment. Right. right and and so I'm more of the mind that these trends like battle royale will fall, while MOBA, as you said earlier, yeah, will stick because I do think these games are, as you said earlier, are, are team based. Yeah, to the point where it requires competitive skill, and you can see it very clearly that it's an esports game. Mm-hmm. I think it just makes sense as an e- as an esports game, uh, and you need to have a full team of people that are constantly working together to be able to build what they have. Yeah, and. Uh, you see it in Overwatch, and you see it in like games like Rocket League and stuff, mm. and, and and it's definitely popular, and it's definitely good. But I just think that the League of Legends game seems to be okay. I don't think I, it's I, dying. Yeah. I, I think, think it's going to hit. It's hitting a bit of a, a it's plateau. Mark. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like I said, or and like you agreed, right? The ebbs and flows. It's been around for so long. Like, how can one game really keep that climb, uh, like yeah. that climax, like forever, right? And so. one day Minecraft will be right back up with with. With keywords, and one day League of yeah. Legends will be right back up with keywords. I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. it'll happen. Something will happen. Yeah. There'll be a, not a Minecraft 2, but like a, a major Minecraft. Well, there was. The Aquatic update happened a few months back. And when the Aquatic update happened, everyone was talking about Minecraft. Okay, you so played like, underwater. Whoa, it changes everything. You what? You can play underwater. The Aquatic update? Kind of, yeah. Okay. Uh, um, it changed like the whole underwater biome. Well, it made underwater biomes and stuff. And okay. it changed all the biomes for the water. And then, yeah, it makes it so you can breathe underwater. Uh, if you get certain items, all stuff. I mean, uh, hidden, okay. sunken ships. There was 
questing maps and stuff. And there was a bunch of items added to the game. Cool. What, just imagine, though, in now underwater in Minecraft, there was, like, coral reefs and fish swimming by and stuff like that. And yeah. it really made underwater just much better than it was before so much it, it was it was it's it sounds like an update that's not that big until yeah. you play it and you go whoa as a small tidbit the sims 2 had an expansion called seasons yeah sounded like the dumbest expansion ever and was my favorite expansion cool i didn't want it at all and then when i had it i wanted nothing else <laughs> sim seasons because it Simpsons. added weather and for some reason weather made everything better weather better Red leather, leather, yellow leather. Red leather, better weather. <laughs> red weather, yellow weather. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what time it is? Uh, what time is it? I don't have my watch on me. It's the game spinner oh, time. That's what you mean. So I made a spinner for us. Hey, cool. For the game spinner. We well, actually call it the scumbar spinner, I believe. Uh, let me let me pull up my scorecard here. Scumbar spinner. Okay, I made a spinner for you. The wheel of scum. Yes. The wheel of scum. Oh, I don't know. Remember Neopets when they had the Wheel of Mediocrity? I take did. an hour before I the didn't play Neopets, but that sounds amazing. Oh, it was amazing. You have to spin mediocrity. this wheel, and it would take a real hour. You actually have to sit there for an hour and wait for this wheel. And if you refresh a page or back to it or anything like that, it would it would it would mess up. So yeah, you had to actually wait. And there was no tabs. There was no tabs back in the day. People didn't know you can make a new window back oh, in the day. So, yeah, right. Yeah. Anyways, spin the wheel of scum. Ooh, I clicked to spin. Click to spin. Click. Whoa! Did you take my suggestion? Like, was this actually a wheel that you could put your own yeah. wheels on it? Yeah. Oh, sweet! Cool. I, I, I knew it existed. I was somewhere. gonna either make one in JavaScript or find one. So. Cool. All right. So, this almost there. What are you gonna time. get? Is it pirate event? No. Is it a hunting tale? No. Harley. Okay. <gasps> oh, it's Shakespeare in a bar. Shakespeare in a bar. Shakespeare in a bar. All right. The Bard's Tale. Well, so that's good. So I brought the dice this time. Isn't that fantastic? Great. Although, Great. Where did I put it? Uh, is it? Is it in it? What? I had I it. I swear, I just saw it. Did you put it in your pocket? Like exit? Just maybe for fun? I did. What about your chest pockets? Your chockets? Is that what a chest pocket is called? No, I don't. <laughs> it should be though. It's what? somewhere. I had you the definitely. Dice. Oh, it's have. it's on the floor. Oh. Oh, what? <laughs> know how it got down there. <laughs> uh, Somebody rolled it. Isn't this dice amazing? That's really cool. It's from D&D. I was gonna ask if you made it, but that's cool too. I didn't make it, no. Um, and I brought the books. Great. So for the audience at home, we got a Midsummer Night's Dream. Yeah. Macbeth, which yeah. we know well, don't we, Duff? Yeah. Uh, Romeo and Juliet. Was de trois. De trois. Uh, full disclosure, I know Macbeth very well, and I know Romeo and Juliet very, very well. I don't know a Midsummer Night's Dream. Full disclosure. Big disclosure. Full, full disclosure. Full disclosure. I know nothing. <laughs> Pretty much. I know nothing. Here we go. Shakespeare Navarre. Anthos. Roll. One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight, nine. One. I got to, oh. Oh, I guess we'll just go in order like this. So it's Romeo and Juliet. Okay, great. <laughs> I didn't actually explain that, but yeah. There you go. Cool. It's Romeo and Juliet. All right. Okay. So there's four acts. Why don't you roll for the act? Okay. Act three. Roll a one, two, three, four, five, or is there a six act scene? So one more time. Um, looks like there's five scenes. So roll one to five. Six. <laughs> <laughs> roll something else. Three. Perfect. Act three, scene three. Everybody flip to your books. I will play the friar and you get to be Romeo because so, you're looking so handsome today. So do I have to count sexy? Sexy. 
in a bar. Yes. Are you ready? You're maybe. I'm Romeo. <laughs> All right, here we go. Romeo, come forth, come forth, thou fearful man. Affliction is enamored of thy parts, and thou art wedded to calamity. Father, what news? What is the prince's doom? What sorrow craves acquaintance at my hand that I yet not know? Too familiar is my dear son with such sour company. I bring thee tiding of the prince's doom. What less than doomsday is the prince's doom? A gentler judgment vanished from his lips. Not body's death, but body's banishment. Ha, banishment? Be merciful, say death. For exile hath more terror in his look. Much more than death. Do not say banishment. Here from Verona art thou banished. Be patient, for the world is broad and wide. There is no world without Verona walls, but purgatory, torture, hell itself. Hence banished is banished from the world, and world's exile is death. Then banished is death mistermed. Calling death banished, thou cuttest my head off with a golden axe, and smilest upon the stroke that murders me. O oh, deadly sin, O oh, rude unthankfulness, thy fault our law calls death. But the kind prince, taking thy part, hath rushed aside the law, and turned that black word death to banishment. This is dear mercy, and thou seest it not. Tis torture, not mercy. Heaven is here where Juliet lives, and every cat and dog and little mouse, every unworthy thing, live here in heaven and may look on her. But Romeo may not. Felito! The moment you started talking, I was like, wait, it's Gandalf. <laughs> that is my Gandalf accent, yeah. I don't have many, so I have to just go to the vault and find whatever I can. <laughs> and then I feel like... Mine, <laughs> mine was transitioning into... Justin uh, Timberlake playing Romeo. <laughs> I was actually thinking... Um, Michael Jackson. One of, uh, one of the alter egos that Mrs. Doddfire almost became. You know when he was in that... Trans uh, when Robin Williams was in that transition and his... Uh, He's in the barbershop? Is it a barbershop? Well, it's like his friend's yeah. like latex shop. I don't know, whatever. Oh, yeah, you're right. It is a latex shop. I thought it was like or a beauty shop. It's probably, yeah, yeah, probably yeah. it's a beauty shop. But they had all these other cosmetics. <clears throat> and so he was going through all these different characters. And I'm pretty sure one of them was the motivation for my voice. And I don't know why. <laughs> Robin Williams was the motivation for your voice. That's fine. That's good. <laughs> Mine was Ian McKellen. So. Yeah. Um, that scene is actually fairly pivotal. That's when Romeo was officially banished from Verona. I got that. Yeah. And yeah. as you can tell, that was like a death sentence to him because he did not get to see his Juliet. Oh, okay. So my emotions were probably pretty accurate. Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for indulging me in that. Yet again, Shakespeare in a bar. In a bar. <laughs> in a bar. Bar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, topic number two. All right. It's you. Okay, right, this is my topic. Uh, so, not sure, I can't remember what made me think of this, but um, my question is posed like this. When you're learning or studying about some sort of new topic or craft or art, something to do with that, how important, how <laughs> Wow. Well, how important is it? Slip of the day. <laughs> How important is it to learn about the history and utilize the knowledge of it? So, for example, 
Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen some videos where today's mm-hmm. rappers are saying, uh, you know, what they make, they say is hip hop. But then some of the old rappers will, old, old rappers, the old school rappers will come out and reply and say, well, like, no, like, that's not hip hop. This is just like your, I don't know, like, this is just like, your thing, but you're not using any of the elements of hip hop. So, yeah, that's my topic. Interesting. So my mind instantly goes to uh, same things. I, I feel like I'm a broken record sometimes, but I feel like context matters a lot. Okay. So using your example there, yeah, I think that's a situation where the term has stayed, but what the action is is different. Okay. Hip hop was one thing one time, and now hip hop has become some new thing. Sure. And you've got some people that disagree with that, and other people that think that that's the way that it should be going to right. that phase. Uh, this is where we get all these different terms in the music world. Or we don't know what's what. Yeah. And it's the same with any kind of art form. We get lots of different terms. I mean, we just went over MOBA and then Overwatch, right? We're yeah. like FPS MOBA, right? <laughs> We're still I mean, not even sure if that's right. What is the difference between role-playing and then RPG? Oh. Right? I mean, the role-playing is any game, right? Role-playing okay. game, RPG, role-playing, I don't know. It's it's very interesting. So when, when, yeah. you, when, you, start to, when you start to argue semantics on verbiage, yeah. it gets a little messy, especially in the artistic facets. But yeah. uh, in your example, I think that's all you got there. You got the older generation who says this word meant this, yeah, and that's what we stood for. Yeah, and that guy definitely doesn't stand for what I stand for. Mm-hmm. And then you got the new generation saying, "Well, that's that's old news, man. Yeah, you know that this word now means this." And that that's how I see that argument. I don't know. You can take either side on that. Yeah, uh, context really matters to this whole thing. Do you need to know the history behind something? Maybe when yeah. you're getting into it. I mean, for podcasting, for example, this is something that's fairly new to us. Yeah, I didn't do much history into podcasts, but for that. Uh, that being said, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I'm kind of addicted to podcasts, so I listen to a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I love them. And um, so, I mean, in a sense, I guess I've done my history there, mm-hmm. but I haven't done my history necessarily on how to make a podcast, right? So, I mean, I also, I'm a strong believer in, you know, do something that scares you or like jumping yeah. off, jumping into the deep end, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and making mistakes. And <laughs> sure. That's another thing we're going to say every single podcast. Yeah. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. So I think this is very subjective to how you feel. But in my opinion, when it comes to any kind of, let's just say art, let's just narrow it down to art. Sure. Yeah. If it's art, I think it's best to just do it first. I, I make mistakes. Let's say I make a lot of mistakes. And I think that's actually probably fairly true as well. Yeah. But I make mistakes, but I learn from my mistakes. And yeah. I think that if I didn't make those mistakes, I would never learn that lesson. Learn. Yeah. And that's how I've gone through life for a lot of things. <laughs> sure. And, uh, I think I've become a better person for it. Not everyone is the same, but that's my philosophy in life is that I think it's better to make the mistake and learn from it than it is to never made the mistake at all. It's better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all. That's really what I'm saying, I guess. Sure. Um, take that as you will. Everything matters in context. Everything is subjective. But in this, if we're talking about art in general, that's how I feel. If you're talking about more of a craft, if we're talking about like uh, you know astrophysicists or something, obviously there's a bit of history you're gonna need to know. Yeah. At the same time, you you want people pushing the, the foreground. You want mm-hmm. you want people pushing new boundaries and doing new things. You have Tesla, uh, a company that's trying to push new things in the car world, right? Yeah. And if Tesla went based on historical fact, maybe they wouldn't be doing what they're doing because they're like, well, history shows us that these cars are not not gonna get taken off the ground. People are not gonna buy them. But no, they they, they were bold enough to try something new and, and keep going with it. So yeah. Uh, that works in video games as well and in movies. We have movies that are pushing the boundaries trying new things sometimes it doesn't work you have dc who they put out uh what's the guy's name batman the guy no the guy who made <laughs> superman uh what's his name again i can't remember right now who's sorry the actor for superman no the director of superman uh 300 director mm-hmm. what's his name mm-hmm. Zack snyder Zack snyder thank yes. you Zack snyder so you have Zack Snyder in the DC world, 
who DC said, okay, we're making our whole saga now. It's minus everything you saw with the Dark Knight. We're making a whole new saga. Let's get Zack Snyder. I think yeah. we can build sort of a vision off of that, right? Mm-hmm. They make the first Superman film. Now, every other DC movie is kind of tailored around how the first Man of Steel film came out, right? Because they're yeah. making a saga. In my opinion, they've made a mistake from the beginning. Yeah. And I actually think that they knew they made that mistake. Mm-hmm. But instead of looking based on history or anything like that and trying to fix it, mm-hmm. they said, no, like this is this is what we made and we're going to keep going with this, right? So yeah. they kept it going and, and, and I don't think it worked for them. So right. they're probably learning from that. And what yeah. we could see in the next 10 years is that DC could be on top, for all we know, in the yeah. film universe. So I guess that's my generalization of this whole thing is that... Yeah. <laughs> go ahead make mistakes um i don't think you need to look into the history of it all yeah. yet if you do you're going to learn something too that but it's all subjective so what do yeah. you think on this no that makes sense like i think it definitely depends on the subject matter because yeah it's really it's probably a little bit more definitive to say yeah if you're going to learn something in sciences and math you're probably going to want to know your two plus two and learn all that kind of stuff before you move on to the next step because right. otherwise you're just going to take a lot of time just to struggle for no reason i mean like if you can, if somebody can teach you two plus two rather than you taking years to figure that out, you might as well just learn it, I guess. That's right. Kind of get into semantics, I guess. There's a barrier for entry for most topics, anyways. If yeah. you're talking about math, there's obviously a barrier for entry you have to learn at first in any topic in math. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah, if you're gonna do division. You have to learn the first parts of division before you can really you have to learn what numbers are and start trying. Right? Yeah, yeah. of course. Um, but there's also eventually once you've broken the barrier, then you can start to play around and make mistakes and, and do all that. So I guess yeah, it's really subjective. It's it's yeah. a hard question to a- answer. Yeah, but. I, I think so. One uh, one thing that kind of spoke to me about this or reason why I brought this up as a topic was because um, so I also do hip hop dance. And so I have a little bit of background, um, like at least I have a, some understanding of just like the hip hop as a culture and mm-hmm. not just uh, not just like a label. Um, so behind uh, behind what I've heard from these two different rappers, um, I guess what I see is it's not just that they're taking this label but they're taking this label without like paying homage to where it came from and and the reason why it it was something in the like why it was a culture in the first place and i almost feel like i don't know is that kind of disrespectful if you're not really like if you have a whole bunch of people that really paved the way for you to do something and you're not and you're not paying homage to them i almost feel like you're disrespecting that like um maybe take actors and actresses who or even like um musicians right uh say you've got one singer who takes influences from other singers like maybe um i can't think of one right now but off the top of my head say like there was one like a pop singer right now who has influences from like frank sinatra okay and then uh or even like i don't know prince like people and like jason Mraz, like people who are from like they're all from different generations but they are previous to them so they they've listened to them they like studied their music and they've taken these influences but um and then what they do is they then create their own kind of style, but it's it's still utilizing what uh, what other people have already given as an influence. What are you asking from them though? Like, are you wanting them to publicly admit they like Frank Sinatra, or are you wanting them to say in the song, "This is a Frank Sinatra <laughs> song"? Question. Like, I I just I just want to d- define that first, maybe. Yeah. Well, I I think that was. I don't know if I have a specific question for that one. I'm just trying to find other other kind of arts and crafts. That Here's another really part of it though. that's very similar is is we look at Fortnite. Fortnite borrowed its formula from Player Unknown Battlegrounds and mm-hmm. borrowed its formula from Minecraft Hunger Games that we were just mentioning earlier, right? Yeah. It should Fortnite be paying any kind of historical significance to Hunger Games, mm-hmm. Minecraft Hunger Games. Right. I don't know. I uh, I don't know. I don't I don't know where that matters. Like d- Yeah. I, I think it's less 
the artist. I mean, we're getting again subjective into art and all yeah. that, but it's less the artist that needs to worry about it. I think, and it's more the public. Mm. If we're talking about, we're talking about how you react to someone's art. Yeah. Then that's not on the artist. That's on you and how you reacted to it, right? Okay. Oh yeah. So yeah, okay. it, it, sure. it depends on what it is. We're just talking about the art. We're talking about the artist yeah. himself and what they're saying. Yeah. This is clearly an original piece that I did that has nothing to do with anything else. I came up with this. On my own, yeah. No one else influenced me, yeah. Then you can say, "Well, no, because you clearly were influenced by blah, yeah. right?" You go, "I never saw blah. I don't know what blah is." You know, yeah. And <laughs> yeah. I'm getting all that, but um, it, it really depends. So if Fortnite comes out and says, <laughs> yeah. "We created this game. Yeah. We created Fortnite. Uh, we created the battle royale mode in Fortnite and had no idea of player unknown battlegrounds," mm-hmm. then I would call right. Right, I would just say you you're clearly lying. Yeah, because this was it's an exact copy, it's mm-hmm. an exact replica. Yeah, um, but they've never said it, so why would I judge them for it? And why would I want them to say we got this from Player Unknown? They don't need to say that. That's obvious. That's it. but if we get mad about it, that's on us, not them. I'm not saying we can't get mad about it. You can. Everybody can get emotional about whatever they want. But it's a matter of like what needs to change. Probably nothing. Yeah, no, that's true. I think I just realized that this also kind of stems to, uh, it's probably just my own opinions too, but when I listen to some current pop songs and they've sampled something from a previous song or they pretty much just like redid the whole thing. Um, like I think Weezer recently did Africa. And uh, and I've, I've, I know I've talked to um, people just in the past and that's it's broad for me to say that, but where people have said, oh, you know this song by this person? And I, like in my head, I'm thinking like, well, it's not by this person. It's, and it's, it's originally performed by somebody else and written by somebody, blah, blah, blah. And it's just, I don't know, for me, I just feel like credit should still be due to where the origin, well, we, we, you know, the origin, like who, it, right. who, invent, who originally created this idea or created this work. Um, so my girlfriend know. says this show, the, uh, sorry, my girlfriend says this song from Shrek. She'll be like, oh, you know, you know that one song from Shrek? Yeah. And then I'll be like, it's not from Shrek, it's yeah. in Shrek, right? Okay. But again, that's not the fault of Shrek. Yeah, no, no, that's no. the fault of of me and her separately, like me getting angry about that, and her getting uh, her getting influenced by that, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, she wh- who cares what she knows it from? She just knows it. She now. knows it. That's but true. it yeah. makes me yeah. angry because I know there's a person out there that is not getting paid their reward, mm-hmm. even if it's just emotional. They're not getting paid the reward they they deserve. So it's injustice, but the layer of injustice is so minimal that does it really matter? No, I'm just going to, well, I don't let it slide because I get really particular about (laughs) those things, but, but still, you know, if you hear a Frank Sinatra song, actually this happens too. I think at the end of, uh, it's not this, but it's similar to this, but at the end of the movie Space Cowboys, I believe, uh, Fly Me to the Moon plays. Yeah. And go, fly me to the moon. And it's not this movie, but it's something like this, right? And then she would say, oh, that's uh, that Frank's... In, or no, sorry. She would say, oh, that's from Space Cowboys. Right. You know, and, and again, my mind's like, well, no, it's a Frank Sinatra song. It's from Frank yeah. Sinatra. But then, I don't know if this song in particular... There's a lot of songs that Frank didn't make or anything like that, and he was just popular for singing. Yeah. So then am I wrong now for yeah. saying, no, that's Frank Sinatra's song? Because then there's even further than that. Look further into the history and wait, yeah. he didn't invent that song. This guy invented this song. He just sang it better. Yeah, that's why I, I try <laughs> to separate like performed by, but have written by and all. Like, yeah, of course. Yeah. So again, and I don't know, I don't really know what my, my overall point is, but I guess, I guess I, I, now I'm getting to the point of 
it can be, it's all semantics, it's all subjective, but a lot of it is also reactionary that doesn't need to be. Yeah. And uh, the blame is pointed too much at the artist sometimes, mm -hmm. depending on it, unless yeah. the artist is boasting on things that they don't necessarily, um, they don't have the credence to, to boast for. Right. Um, and that's purely in the artist form. Uh, if you're talking about just skill, mm -hmm. usually you can't get away with that kind of stuff in skill because you kind of need to know your history sometimes when it comes to a real, sorry, Art is skill, obviously. I'm just, I'm just talking about, like, let's say a blacksmith or something. Yeah. You probably need to know a little bit of the history behind how things are done. Yeah. To, to help you then go further in it. Yeah. But again, same time, you hone your skill. If you're good at your skill, people will like it for you. So. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. I, I agree. Well, that's my topic. Wow. I, I think we, we shredded that. That was good. We did shred it. Yeah. Like my abs. <laughs> like my paper shredder. <laughs> <laughs> It's stuck. Oh. <laughs> My shredder doesn't make that noise. Um, you know what segment it is now? <gasps> Message in a bottle. I love that part. Okay. <laughs> I watched that video the other day too, just because like I had to get out of my system. So I had to watch it to get it out of my system. Good. Yeah. Good. And it's I can't believe to watch how it. blonde they were in that video. Well, they didn't invent blondness. Are you so, sure? Yeah. If they're looking at history of blondness, it doesn't. Doesn't start with Sting. You sure Blonde wasn't originally by Sting and Police? <laughs> blonde by Sting. <laughs> it's a cologne. Okay, uh, so our, this is our reading. Re, for those of you that don't know, for those of you that don't know, Message in a Bottle is our reader mail section where Ethos and Matt Brush read off mail from fans and we don't have much. We don't have much to, we don't, we, we don't have much to say. We have a few things. But they're meaningful. They are impactful. Oh. So I want, this is kind of a test of our, we're putting our money where I'm at this year. Okay. And uh, uh, we've asked for constructive criticism and we've got it. Yeah. And I think it's obvious that we are learning as we do this. Yeah. But we always want to be progressing forward and getting better. So for sure. Uh, why don't you, you know the comments better than I do, but we, we, none of this is negative in our eyes. This is all just us being able to take this comment and move forward with it. So mm -hmm. we want, we want to improve. So sure. This is the comments we got. Yeah. So um, generally, we know that we like to banter a lot and we like to go on tangents. And I think it's because we both just have so many things that we want to talk about. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, the reason why we are here is definitely because we just enjoy talking to each other and we love hearing what each other can bring to the conversation. Um, but yeah, because we are aware of that and we know we 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 want our listeners to also enjoy what we were talking about right mm -hmm. we're we're coming together to talk not just for ourselves but for other people to enjoy what we're talking about and so um yeah so we're glad that we have had a couple of people point out like hey you know it's it's difficult to to chime in when you talk about one thing but then you go way off track and then find your way back in it's uh you know like we do it as we're talking we're talking on our pace but um but that's not to say that we uh, that we wouldn't be happy trying to find a proper pace that is suitable for both us and our listeners as well. Yeah, I think we will improve on that's a skill. I think uh, I'm going to call that the podcasting skill. Yeah. And I think we talk the way we talk. This is kind of reiterating what you said, but we, we talk the way we talk in real life on the podcast. Yeah. I think we're learning now to kind of rein it back a little bit. And I, I believe that we've already done it here on this podcast a little bit. So yeah, um, I think I was still pretty guilty <laughs> towards the beginning. There were so many things I wanted to talk about. No, I mean, of course that's going to happen naturally. And I don't want us to censor our personality. Sure. But, <laughs> but that being said, yeah. I do want a good quality product yeah. for the people. So we do want improving it better. So we take your comments to heart. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for speaking out. 
and uh, we're going to get you executed. So, um, Walk the plank. so far, not many comments. I just want to say real quick, please do leave us a message, though. If you have anything you want to say, we really do like to get feedback. I'm starting to post our podcast weekly now on uh, podcast Reddit. Uh, because there's a lot of people on there that are newer to this and mm -hmm. uh, they can help us with lots of tips and tricks as well. Yeah. So we're all learning in this together. So yeah. please bear with us while we do slowly get better. But While I we think do slowly get better. While we do slowly get better. Yeah. Please bear with us while we do... Bring a bear. Br hug a bear. Build. Build a bear. A bear. Okay. Um, where can the audience find you at thus... You can find me at Anthos1. That's A-N-T-H-0-Z-1. But said like Anthos, which is like Thanos. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, pretty much. Anthos. You Thanos can also one. find myself, meself, at Mapbrush Gaming. That's my Twitter handle. <laughs> and Mapbrush Gaming, that's my YouTube handle. Uh, you can find our podcast. Or sorry, actually, you can send us a message on our podcast at the scumbarpodcast at gmail.com. That is, again, the scumbarpodcast at gmail.com mm. and our podcast can be found on pretty much any podcast platform yeah we're uh, on some new platforms now this is incredible but we are we got uh accepted on everything i think everything i'm pretty yeah, sure the yeah, email so just google everything. everything and you will find <laughs> us but no there's a few i personally use podbean for yeah. all my podcasting habits and we actually aren't accepted on them yet so i can say we're still not on podbean but we're on everything else yeah. itunes I, spotify yeah. uh google podcasts google play music that. Stitcher, yeah. Overcast, Watchcast, Over, Overwatch, Overcooked, cast. Overwatch, yeah, yeah all of them, all, yeah, Fatcast, League cast, of Podcasts, Netcast, Dotacast. <laughs> We're on everything, so yeah. look us up. We're bigly, <laughs> big pirates. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so please, yes, leave us a comment or review. It really helps. It really helps. It please. really helps. It really helps. Uh, five stars reviews really helps us a lot. Really. Oops. Five stars. Five stars. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Hope you have a quality day. Koala day. Guinness and gun. Guinness and gun. Good for the guns. Great for the buns. Romeo and Juliet. Has there ever been a duet? I can bet. We'll not get wet. Will Arnett. David Arquette. <laughs> Cody Cox. Goodbye! <laughs> <laughs>